0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Movie Bucket List podcast with your hosts, Chris and Pam. And today we have our first ever What You're Watching Wednesday, our special to let you know what we are watching or streaming on TV and see if we can help you with your uh, TV binge lineup for the week.
1: If you're Wait. like me and you have trouble finding what to watch on Prime or Netflix or... Disney Plus. I have your same problem. Just, <laughs> yes. just, there's so many to choose from.
0: Poor Chris, he just cannot ever choose. No, no. But um he's going to bring you try to bring you something that he's watching every week. I am an expert binger. Mm, yes. So I will share with you everything binge-worthy. Mm-hmm. What was uh, your
1: first binge watch? First? I think it was Lost, wasn't it?
0: Um well it depends on what you
1: that we watched together.
0: Okay. That we watched together. Then I guess maybe Lost. Lost. Yeah. But I've been we, doing this my whole life.
1: We did five years of Lost in two weeks. Mm,
0: like, At Christmas, vaca- Christmas
1: vacation. At Christmas vacation. Holidays. Holidays. So, wow. We like, did did pretty good.
0: Yeah, because the last season was going to be starting in January. Right. Right. <laughs> we got right on it. That was awesome. Yeah, but um, I've I've been a binger all my life, actually. Mm. When I was little, I recorded all the Golden Girls mm-hmm. onto VHS tapes, oh, yes. and then I would just watch those on like repeat. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I yeah, I'm, yeah, that series I'm still like r- relative the, today, I guess. Yeah, yeah, I'm the original TV binger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to do, I used to create it on my own. See, they made Netflix for people like me. I just wanted to watch the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. It's what it's just like you watch Avatar over and over, the same thing. <laughs> i don't but, want but well, see okay. mine i get to like experience it for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. you know before i get to the end Yours, like every two hours it's gonna... oh,
1: i like to savor it i like to you know spread it out like no. like you're supposed to do what old school no i have no. to wait tune in next week when yeah. pam says oh fuck it let's watch it again yeah. or let's let's watch the next one
0: Chris crystal <sighs> says what's on tonight I don't know, whatever you want is on. <laughs> yes,
1: that's true. That's just, that's just too, it's TMI. It's too much information. Too much, too much, uh, too many channels to choose from. Too many from.
0: choices. TMC.
1: Yeah. Chris. I,
0: I need, well, Chris. I need structure. Well, what are you watching right now? Tell us.
1: I am watching on HBO. How boring is that? It's not even on Netflix or anything. I know. H- it, hey,
0: it, people, people have subscribed to HBO. and Yeah. Owned, they've, so. they've been
1: around for the longest, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not dissing them, but you know, they are my first god of, of movies. Uh, it's a documentary, it's called McMillion, and uh, I think it's uh, four four episodes, so it's not too long. And it just came out, and uh, the last episode is tomorrow, uh, this is, is just passed, right, on Monday. And uh, it's about the Monopoly game that McDonald's does. Oh, really? Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I remember
0: that, yeah. Yeah, so... They still do that game? You
1: collect the pieces, remember like Coca-Cola, you had to spell yeah, out Coca-Cola, yeah. and no one could find the L. Mm-hmm. okay well there's it's the same thing right but it's more pieces
0: do they still do that monopoly game
1: oh when sales are down according to the documentary oh really yeah when oh wow how do you boost sales you bring on the monopoly game
0: wow that's cool yeah okay. so it's
1: it's very historical accurate it's from the fbi hmm. um and what i what really piqued my interest is when i was watching the trailer um is it's a different side of the fbi it's kind of the the you know the you know, when the FBI comes knocking on your door, you know they don't, they already know the answers to the questions. They're very stone faced. These guys don't mess around. But the, the the agents here are having kind of fun with it because it is McDonald's and how they and, and apparently it's it's been corrupted and the people that are winning these monopoly pieces and winning the million dollars and the vipers and the hundred thousand dollars it's all been fixed and fixed to the point where every major prize is 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 given to someone that's part of this circle so it was never everyone that played legitimately was never ever going to win because it was already fixed Mm. and the fbi kind of stumble onto this and it starts off kind of you know funny and and oh we're really going to bust these guys to it gets really really you know dark and it gets into the old school mob
0: Mm, even so
1: you know you know people we haven't heard of in a long long time of the you know the The original mafia italian mafia from new jersey and you know where the sopranos get their kind of their fame from and um these agents kind of you know really investigate it's very complex and it's you know starting to unfold and it's taking a really darker and darker side Mm. so it's about how they get how they bust them on this
0: so this is kind of like um kind of the same as like the game show thing like if you're gonna advertise that someone's gonna win a prize, you have to you have, have a prize available. Like you, ha- right. somebody has to win,
1: and you have to prove. And there's a, there's a lot of rules too. It can't. <laughs> you can be an instant winner. You don't have to. You don't have to purchase anything to mm-hmm. to win. Because if you had to purchase, then it'd be like gambling, right? And that wouldn't be cool with all the fifty states,
0: right? And that I don't know if you've ever noticed. I I'm, I have read that before, but if you've noticed. When you have anything, that like some prize, it always say like no purchase necessary to mm-hmm. win. Right. Like if you want to go in and ask, hey, I just want like a a game ticket or whatever, right. you, yeah. they, they have to give you. They have to. They have right? to give They you may one. give
1: you a hassle or whatever, but um, yeah, no purchase necessary mm-hmm. it usually means there's a cash uh, award, mm-hmm. so you don't necessarily ha- anyone could go in there and buy it, or and then the real big participate. On-
0: on like no employee, to give away. no employees or employees families right mm-hmm, so can, mm-hmm. that's all like um i do not know that was really actually upheld by the fbi mm-hmm.
1: yeah well you know and they they investigate it and the and the person that's you know manipulating or is taking advantage of mcdonald's and they even go as far as to donate uh, a winning ticket to saint jude's hospital oh wow so now it's it's turned into a thing where they have to catch these guys and they can't necessarily take the money away from these winners um, because one of them St. Jude, right? Because they mailed it to him as kind oh, of like wow. a, like a fuck you. Um, I'm doing this cause I almost feel I have a, a, a God complex almost. Hmm. So it's, it's very, very interesting. interesting. If you, you know, like documentaries, um, how they uh, um, catch them is very simple that, you know, they, they there's some wiretapping um, but the, the whole web of who's the center of, you know, that's uh, getting these, these pieces and giving them out and fooling so many security. I mean, there's so much security into w- when these winning vouchers hmm. um, go about. There's there's a lot of checks and balances. Wow. And there's a guy at the center of it, and in the, in the documentary is about exposing who this person is, and his name is, I can't remember. <laughs> um, Uncle Uncle Jerry, I think is. Oh my god! They refer to him as Uncle Jerry. Oh wow! But he's got ties with the mob.
0: Wow, so the last episode just uh, premiered or just uh, released this week Mm -hmm. on HBO. And the people that are winning. How many episodes?
1: There's four. Four. So this is the, um, the last ones on Monday.
0: Oh, that's awesome. (laughs) <laughs> that sounds good. I think I might go. But watch um,
1: it. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really cool, and it's it's it gets to a point that you know if you do watch it, the people that do win, it's not all good for them. You know, they're some of them are gonna go to jail, and some of them are kind of victims in it all. And they're you know they're they're desperate. They, you know, they they want to you know they see this money as helping out and filling holes and putting kids to college, and then it turns into something where it becomes a burden you know oh, wow. they they almost can control these people and tell them what to do
0: yeah interesting
1: so, so it's they a monopoly a
0: cool.
1: monopoly and it could have been thrown under the rug you know mcdonald's could have just when they were first approached by the fbi they could have just said well we'll just never do it again this is embarrassing and everything else but they they did the right thing let's catch this guy and, mm. and, and put him in jail so that we can continue this money because it's a lot of revenue when it, when it comes out and it It boosts quarterly sales for for McDonald's when they do it. By millions and millions. I was going to say, it must
0: be enough to make it worth
1: the trouble. Worldwide, yeah. Wow. So Monopoly is
0: everywhere. I remember, um, I think the last time I saw it uh, was maybe seven, eight years ago when I was teaching. And when the school was right across the street from a McDonald's and I remember I went and had lunch and I had the little, I got the little mm-hmm. tickets, right? And mm-hmm. I I put them by my computer monitor and I think they stayed there for like six months because mm-hmm. I didn't know, really know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. But it was just one of those things that just never got thrown away. And I remember just looking at them forever, like, "What the hell was I even supposed to do with this?" stuff? And, <laughs> I had no clue.
1: And this kind of gimmick's been going on for centuries. Oh
0: yeah, it. man. Because it's
1: like th- most of them are like free free coke or free right. fries.
0: Right. Yeah, I think I had gotten one that was like a free coke. Right. And then I got two others that. So when you didn't go in to redeem
1: your free coke, and you can walk out with just your free coke, but it makes you want to, well, then I'll get a sandwich, right? You know, or I'll, I'll get lunch here. Then. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's cool, though. Yeah. Interesting.
1: So it's a good marketing tool.
0: Well, I I might check that out tonight because I finished my binge yesterday. Started and finished yesterday. Um, This one comes from Netflix. um, Brand new series called Hentified.
1: Hmm, what's that about?
0: So it is about a... um, What's the meaning
1: of the title? Hent?
0: Hentified. So it's kind of a a cross between gentrified and hente meaning people in Spanish. Hmm. So it's in
1: big words again. <laughs> I'm
0: not. Well wait this so it English majors. it's about this um, this grandfather who runs a taco shop in Boyle Heights in East LA and the the neighborhood of Boyle Heights is really becoming more and more gentrified. Um, so there's uh, outdoor people coming in Buying up all the properties, raising the property values, um, almost appropriating their cultures for like consumerism, Mm -hmm. really. And so, one of the granddaughters, so it's a grandfather, he owns a taco shop. He used to run it with his wife, Mama Fina, and Mama Fina has died. And so, him and his grandchildren are running the taco shop.
1: Oh, I think you, I think I saw you watching this. Mm -hmm. This is like, has. English and Spanish.
0: Yes, yeah, so it's it's very much um, a bilingual show. Uh-huh. Um, they go between English and Spanish a lot, um, you know, which is Spanglish. Yeah, which is very typical of a um, Mexican community. So I, uh, Hispanic, I'm Mexican American. Hispanic. No, don't say that word. No. Hispanic, no. Oh my bad. <laughs> Latina, it, Latino, yes. Hispanic. It's very much um, Hispanic is a government term, right? Exactly. It's very much Mexican American feeling. So I, we grew up um, in the Texas border of Mexico. This is this is in LA, so the California border mm-hmm. of Mexico. Chicano, um,
1: Chicano then.
0: Uh, so there's there's a lot of similarities uh, between how we grew up that makes it really feel like like home. Mm-hmm. Like the mm-hmm. grandfather's house has the Christmas lights on oh, all year honey. round. Ooh, yes. Just like my grandparents' house. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so it, it's things like that that make you like, oh, yeah.
1: See, HOAs ruin yeah. everything.
0: And so they, they code switch a lot. They go between English and Spanish very easily, which is very typical of mm-hmm. of a Mexican-American mm-hmm. community. And well, a the lot way, of our friends are like that. Mm-hmm. And the way they do it in the show is just, it's effortless. Where I forget if i'm like reading the subtitles or if i'm listening in english i'm i'm really like picking it up yeah it's 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 so fluid mm-hmm. and it's you know and I, all of them all of them know english but you know they all have who depending on what character they're talking to they may speak in spanish or mm-hmm, mm-hmm. depending where they are they're speaking in spanish or they might speak english um <laughs>
1: i remember going over to people's houses and and like i was there and there would be you know, having a conversation, but when something went kind of private, they went full Spanish because mm-hmm. they knew I didn't speak it very well or at all. At all,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it used to always like, wow, you know, they're speaking in code. Or, yeah, right. Or like oh, <laughs> I'm missing out on some cheese, man. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, it's a. They have, they have the cousins are there. One cousin is um very, very Latino. He's very machismo. You know, he's he has this girl that he's broken up with a lot because he doesn't let her um Run you his know life. have her own life, you know. He's very well, because you left, you can't do this. Then there's another oh, cousin. Old school. Yeah, he's he definitely is. If you go
1: somewhere, I want to know where right. you went.
0: Then there's another <laughs> cousin who leaves to Idaho for college. Uh and he comes back and he's very much um American, you know, Mm. and he, of all the cousins, he doesn't speak as much Spanish either. Um, so the cousin, the one machismo cousin kind of gives him a hard time a lot and he's trying to be a chef and he's in the kitchen and everyone's always making fun of him because he's not Mexican. You're not Mexican, you know, and it really bothers him because he is, um, he just, you know, is more Americanized than the rest. And then Mm. the girl cousin,
1: doesn't identify
0: right the girl cousin is an artist and a lesbian and um, lives is a very traditional mother so she kind of is navigating through all those trying to become Taboos. yeah a lot of them you know because not only is she lesbian which is is very hard for I think the an old school Mexican- American community to handle she's also an artist trying to make a living. Mm. you know and art art's not a job you gotta go out and get a real job you know so she's trying to get through there and
1: you think you're privileged
0: right exactly (sighs) so she's trying to so this neighborhood then their neighborhood is kind of getting gentrified she's getting some work but through some like white um developers that are coming in so she's kind of like going between well am I working or am I being marginalized is Mm -hmm. my culture being appropriated or is it being Mm -hmm. celebrated so there's a lot of things that it kind of goes through that is really amazing
1: so it's one of those things that uh, it's going to benefit everyone but at a cost
0: right exactly and who's on what side of the argument Um, the grandfather is just so cute you just really fall in love with him it's produced by America Ferrara from you might remember her as Ugly Betty. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, so she's now um, producing this. I think she directs the second or third episode, mm-hmm. uh, and it's really good. I think so.
1: anything she's been in has always yeah, been very entertaining. It is and, and well thought out and mm-hmm. very reflective. You can you
0: know, yeah. I even her show now. Uh, her show now, a uh, superstore. Mm-hmm. I think it really hits on a lot of issues. I've always liked her uh-huh. as Ugly Betty. It
1: yeah, well, Ugly Betty. I, I I always made made me cringe. I was like she's not ugly.
0: I know, right? She's hot. What are you <laughs> talking yeah, about? She's beautiful. <laughs> they kind of and they make her look ugly. We I just they tried. Well, I'm kind of excited about it because I just finished watching Ugly Betty with our oldest. Like uh-huh. we we watched the whole um, the whole show. Recently, it took us a while because we we're only watching like maybe one or two every other day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was really excited with to with the girls, right? Yeah, well, with with the oldest mainly. The mm-hmm. youngest kind of would come in and out. Um, the youngest is very much into The Office right now, so <laughs> she's yeah, yeah she's ready to go watch that, that. Whole generation is really into The Office. I know it's I can relate. <laughs> but this one was really good, Hentified. Uh, it's on Netflix. All it's ten episodes. Um, and they're only half hour episodes, so it's, it's short. Yeah. Chris went for a hike and I was like, well, I'm going to stay in bed with some coffee and watch TV. And I watched the whole, whole I watched the whole series. <laughs> I was, I, I didn't, uh, savor it at all. I just.
1: So I think I came home at the end of oh, uh, one you? of the episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. So it's, it's really good. You should check it out. Even. Um, even if you don't have that connection, that Mexican American connection that I, that I had with it, um, it really is. It would be a good way to, to,
1: to gain insight in that mm-hmm. and perspective of what, right. what, you know, what, what, how they see things in the or world. What,
0: yeah. What the other side of mm-hmm. gentrification actually does, mm-hmm. you know, to a neighborhood. So, and
1: Mexican American doesn't mean that they identify as Mexican even Mm-mm. they, they see themselves as Americans.
0: Yeah. So it was really good, very well written, mm-hmm. funny. It's funny as hell. Oh, it? Yeah, it's hilarious. So, definitely, you guys need to check it out. <laughs> uh-huh. I'm giving it my stamp of approval. All right, well. Nice. So, so it's
1: uh McMillian and gentified.
0: Gentified, yes.
1: I love speaking in the accent. Or I think it's more Cuban. sé. who has some explaining to do.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> Was Ricky Ricardo Cuban? Yeah,
1: yeah, he was mm, uh, communist card-carrying Cuban.
0: That's right. That was Lucille Ball was. Mm, a she communist, was too. Right? Yeah,
1: she followed her husband.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you guys try to look for something to watch this weekend: McMillian on HBO or Hentify on Netflix.
1: All right, guys. All right? See, see you later. We
0: well, will see you next time. Bye.